Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Joining us uh, in place of the sick Brad Marchand, Chris Kelly. Nice enough to join us. He's brought to you by Brennan Smoke Shops and by Pure Hockey. Chris, Mike, and Lou, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Chris, will you stop running up the score? I mean, it's kind of getting embarrassing at this point, isn't it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Got a few lucky ones last night. You had one bounce in off a guy's skate, but you know we have Marshawn on here all the time. He says he doesn't pay his cable bill and runs out of internet and TV. You you pay your cable bill, right? Of course, uh, I'm an adult. <laughs> what's 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 the difference? I mean, I know you just got here last year, but it just in years past and maybe even before last year, it seems like last night was kind of like a game that looking ahead maybe at Vancouver that you could expect maybe a loss come out a little bit flat, but just it doesn't happen with this team. Well, I think we learned a lot from from last year, and we grew as a group and, and realized that you need to focus on on every game because this is a it's a great league, and if you don't take teams. Uh, you know, the way you're supposed to take them, they're, they're going to burn you. And uh, I thought we, we handled ourselves well last night. Chris, in terms of the depth on this team, you know, we talk about all the time, like one of the things that fans really enjoy is that the, there is so much depth. And your line, that, that third line has been such a, a production line. Have you been a part of a team at any level that seemed to have this much depth where the, Claude can put out any line and feel like he's confident in terms of the production he's going to get night in and night out? Uh, I don't think uh, quite like this. Um, I think every line goes out and plays hard. Um, you know, I've been on been other teams that you know it's been been pretty deep and uh, have had success, but not to uh, to this extent. You know, I think our, our first line, all the way down to our fourth line, all lines play the exact same way and and work hard and and do their job defensively. Obviously, you know certain guys have have more offensive uh, of, of abilities, but uh, I think for for the most part we go out there and, and play the system and, and work hard. You guys are ridiculous, plus 69 right now. It's our goal differential. But it's the third period. I think after last night, you're now a plus 34. Is there something with that third period? Can you explain that dominance that you guys have had? Um, I, I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Um, we just try to come out and, and, and compete every period, regardless of, of the score. If we're, if we're up by one or, or we're down by a few, we just try to come out and, and, and work hard and, and try to win every period. Say so you can't put your finger on it. It's been a couple of months now since that, that first month, Chris, where you know us and the media said you know maybe a, a hangover effect from the, the Stanley Cup final, and you got out to that 3-7 that and seven start. As you look back, can you put your finger on what was sort of the, what was the fulcrum to getting out to that slow start? Well, I think, obviously, we heard it from everybody about this, uh, the Stanley Cup hangover, and I think maybe certain games we came in just uh, feeling a sense of entitlement. Obviously, winning a winning a Stanley Cup, we figured we could just show up and you know we'd get the two points. But every team came at us uh, even harder because of, of what we accomplished the year before. So I think it took us uh, obviously a month to to realize that. But uh, when November came around, I think collectively as a group we realized we had to play better, and, and we did. You got your 13th goal last night, and looking you know, your career 15th, a career high. Is it is it just the talent around you? Is it the system, or is your game changed? Um, I think it's a combination of, of a lot of things. I don't think my game's uh, has changed uh, that much, but 
obviously when you're playing with with the players I'm playing with and the system that uh, that helps guys uh, do well, they you know I think Claude and, and management put put guys in a situation to succeed here, and uh, obviously I'm I'm one of them. And playing with uh, with Pevs and and, uh, and Benny has has been a treat so far. You know, we had a lot of talk lately about Patrice Bergeron maybe being unsung, underrated. You know, when you got with this guy, what did you know of him before, and what do you see now after being with him for you know a year and a half or so? Well, you always knew Bergie was was a great player, but I don't think you realize how great he is until you see him uh, day in and day out. Um, the way he works in practice, the way he conducts himself on the ice, um, even in, in games, he, he does a lot of the little things that, that that go unnoticed by a lot of people. But yet, he's still an elite player in the league, and for for people to say you know he's underrated. Uh, they know he's good, but I don't think they know how good he is, and um, it's great to see him doing so well. Chris Kelly joining us. Chris, you guys are number one in a bunch of different categories, one of them being the face-off percentage. And I, I, can you explain what kind of advantage that is on the ice when you and, and the, the other centers on this team win such a high percentage of face-offs? What type of advantage does that give you as a team when you're winning 50, 60, in some games this year, Chris, 70% of the face-offs for your team? Well, when you can start with possession uh, each time on face-offs, you're playing with the puck a lot more, and we we have that luxury of having so many you know guys that can take draws on, on their left side or their right side, and um, so when when you can start with possession of of the puck, most shifts uh, normally good things happen. You're not chasing so much. I know your buddy Brad Marchand is sick, missed practice again today, but I gotta find I find it hard to believe you'd you have to be real sick to miss tomorrow night's game. Now that that's a big game tomorrow at one o'clock. Oh, I think he had a bit of a cold today. I don't know. He's 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 just a little guy, so. Hopefully he's uh, he's better for tomorrow because uh, you know we we missed him last night. <laughs> he would have scored ten uh, if Brad was in that lineup, Chris. <laughs> in terms of this game, look, we, 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 we I think as fans we've circled this game for a long time. As a as an observer, I think it would have been reasonable to think that maybe even you guys look past Calgary and New Jersey. Yet you go out and you spanked them fifteen one cumulative in these two games. What does this game mean tomorrow? How hyped up is this team for Vancouver coming in here, part of a Stanley Cup rematch? Well, I think obviously the media is, is hyped this up more than than I think the, the players have. Um, you know, we we just want to go out and, and have a good game. Uh, we know they're they're playing extremely well. I think they're first in the in the West, and and we're playing well right now. Um, we don't have anything anything to prove other than going out there and and playing hard and, and trying to get the the two points. Chris, do you think there's any unsettled business? You know, was there anything that happened in that Stanley Cup final yes, last year? Seven games, very hard fought, physical early on, and then physical from you guys in there at the end part of that series. Do you anticipate there being a a leftover, something that was not made, finished off in that series that, that boils over tomorrow at 1 o'clock? I, I don't think so. Um, obviously, it was, a, it was a good physical series, battled hard by both sides, and went the distance to seven, but, um, you know, I think we just want to go out there and, and play hard and play play our style, and we're, we're, you know, a big, strong, physical team when we're playing at our best, and that doesn't change regardless of who we're playing. Well, if someone takes a run at Burroughs, I don't think too many people would be upset around here. Oh, you know, just saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good answer. <laughs> uh, a lot of people ha- have texted us during this conversation and prior saying that the Bruins got to get – Chris Kelly's contract done. Uh, where are you at right now, Chris? Do you, do you work with the team? Is the agent working with the team? Is there kind of a, 
a status report in terms of uh, a new deal with the, the Bruins? Uh, there isn't right now. And, uh, you know, right now, um, you know, those things will take care of themselves. I'm just going out there and, and playing. And obviously, I'd, I'd love to stay here. Boston's a, a great city, a great team. And uh, my wife and I have, have enjoyed this city so much since uh, since we've been here. And, you know, it couldn't have been a, a perfect thing for, for me to come here last year and end up coming to a great team that, that wins a Stanley Cup. So um, hopefully uh, something can get worked out. But but right now I just want to, you know, keep going out and, and you know, helping the team win. And that's obviously the focus is on the ice right now, Chris. Are there negotiations going on during the season? Right now, no. Um, you know, uh, I don't I don't talk to my agent uh, too much. I know some guys, they, they talk to their agent quite a bit, but uh, that's that's not the case. And, you know, I think... Uh, if uh, if Peter and, and my agent want to get something done, they'll uh, they'll find a way to, to get a hold of one another, and hopefully they they fill me in later on. <laughs> but you'd be open to that negotiating during the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not uh, one of those guys that said, oh, I'm not uh, I'm not talking until until uh, the season's done. Uh, <laughs> if we want to get a deal done, I'll get it done anytime. <laughs> I think Bruins fans would like to see that happen, Chris. We appreciate you stepping in as an adult uh, for Brad Marchand here today. Get him a couple tissues, get him some uh, NyQuil, and get him back in there tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get him a bowl of soup, and uh, he'll be fine for tomorrow. <laughs> Chris, thanks, man. appreciate the time today. Thanks, guys. There he is, Chris Kelly. Uh, nice enough to fill in for the uh, sick and not practicing uh, Brad Marchand. Brad and Chris presented to you on this show by Brennan Smoke Shops, the very best tobacco and tobacco accessories at the very best prices in Massachusetts. Must be 18 years of age or older to purchase by Pure Hockey. Don't forget the Pure Hockey low price guarantee all year long. See details at purehockey.com or text the word hockey to 83936. Uh, He's an under-the-radar player. I don't think he gets as much attention uh, as other players on this team. But there's not a guy who's more hardworking. There's not a guy who is willing to pick up some of those uh, grimy, dirty goals in front. And I think the Bruins fans have come to appreciate uh, Chris Kelly. I know we've gotten a ton of texts here today and in the past about getting his deal done. I heard Jack Edwards say yesterday, Lou, with the boys in the afternoon, that even before they get a deal done for Tuca, Jack thinks Chris Kelly's in line first. Jack thinks that Chris Ke- – Jack thinks – God, I suck at speaking sometimes. Uh, getting lots of this team. And look, Jack's around the team all the time. I'd say that he, if he's, anyone's going to know, uh, it's going to be Jack Edwards. I think a lot of Bruins fans want this guy back. Yeah, why disrupt anything at this point? I mean, the production, like I said, 13 goals. Guy's career high is 15. I, him, Rich Peverly, another guy, you know, 21 assists. That third line is just cranking. One through four is cranking. Four's doing their job. Absolutely. You know, it's not going to break the bank. You know, you iron some of these things out. He's a big part of this team, and he'll play tomorrow. I got to believe Marshawn plays. I know he jokes about him being sick, but this is – I. I It'd be interesting how Vancouver reacts tomorrow to Marshawn playing or not playing because I think one of the things that's going to be on their checklist, whether Chris wants to talk about it or not, I think they're going to make a run at Marshawn tomorrow. I think if he plays, they've had to look at that video clip of him whacking Sadine with that little twitch for four, five, six months here, whatever it's been. So you talk about unfinished business. It's yeah. A, it's, yeah if, if it starts with Vancouver, I think that's exactly what the Bruins would love because they would, they would love to finish off a few things themselves. But – uh, they got pushed around. They got bullied around. I don't care what Henry Sedin said. Yeah, you, you, they pushed you around. And if they have any, it's good. The answer would come from them, I would think. I mean, they're the ones that lost the Stanley Cup, but I'm sure the Bruins are sitting there waiting for it to happen. 
They'd love for it to happen. It's something's going to happen. There's a manhood test tomorrow for that Vancouver team. You know, you look at what you're fired up for as a Bruins fan. The building will be out of control. It's a chance to relive some of the highlights from last year. Uh, we're going to help you get fired up uh, next hour on Bruins Canucks. I can promise you that right now. But from a Vancouver standpoint, this is gut check time. Do you have balls, Vancouver? Do you respond to a summer full of your team's a bunch of wusses? Uh, Luongo sucks. You guys can't respond. When it came down to toughness, came down to physicality, came down to want to, Bruins had it. You, I don't know what guy is going to have to step up and, and start this thing, but I do think, and you talked about this during the Stanley Cup run last year. Remember the beginning, Vancouver came out, and they were trying to play the Bruins game. They were trying to be a little physical. Well, they absolutely did the first couple and of games. And it hurt them maybe down the stretch in that thing. I think that type of hockey you see from Vancouver tomorrow. And if they don't, my God. How do you go home? How do you look your fan base in the mirror after having your manhood tested for months? I think it's going to be a response. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see uh, how they respond. Mike on the Cape, all your phone calls at 617-779-0850. I promise we got something for you next hour. Get you fired up for bees in Vancouver.